0: Welcome and good morning. It is January 7th, 2023. You are listening to All at Law. I'm your host, Attorney Kyle Wyatt of Wyatt Law and Associates and Freedom Traffic Law, located at 2847 South Mill Road, Unit C101, Springfield, MO. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, handling all of your family law and traffic law needs and boy, what a lot Uh, To cover in such a short amount of time, a lot of things have happened uh, just in uh, less than 24 hours. Yours truly stayed up just for you because I knew it was late and you guys were going to bed and uh, to wake up bright and early to listen to this show. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, it took, what was it, 15 tries, did they say? Um, But uh, finally became the speaker of the house. And uh, it was... uh, uh, it, it was a little questionable whether it was going to happen last night. Uh, I think it was God, probably almost like eleven o'clock, and and uh, and they just finished the uh, the tallies, and and he didn't get he didn't get the votes, uh, and um, there was a, a a motion to adjourn to come back Monday at noon, and then something happened. Uh, most likely, it looked like from the video that Matt Gath, uh, Gates from Florida. Uh, decided to uh, switch his vote and, uh, and, and make sure that McCarthy uh, becomes the uh, the next speaker of the House, and that's what happened. And so probably about 20, 30 minutes later, uh, they had the votes, and then – so they have a procession. There's this whole um, pomp and circumstance uh, that most of us don't ever get to watch because I'm usually at work when uh, when this happens – but uh, they, uh, they they come down the aisle, much like if you see a State of the Union address, and uh, the, the speaker comes with uh, his delegation from California, and then they got some other select uh, members that, uh, that take the walk down. And then you have the minor- minority leader, whichever party it is this time, it's the Democrats, um, hand over the gavel. And uh, and and and, and I guess make a speech, and and that's what Hakeem Jeffries, uh, Nick, what I call him, the uh, the election denier, Hakeem Jeffries, um, does a uh, basically an Obama esque speech uh, about all the great things that the Democrat Party has done, Um, you know, fighting for the little man, uh, and that 1.7 trillion dollar ominous bill that they they passed. Uh but then couldn't help himself, could not resist uh to bring up Trump in his speech. You know, the the guy has not been president for, for two years, he's been out of office, and yet he lives rent-free in the Democrats' minds, because that's all they want to talk about. And uh and it just it was just a ridiculous, uh unnecessary uh speech from the left. But it's one to be expected. Uh, We are now two years away from the next important election, and the Democrats are trying to set the table, right, trying to set the Republicans up that it's going to be all on them, that if something happens on the border and things don't get fixed, it's all the Republicans' fault, because Lord knows the Democrats have all been about border security. Uh, High spending, deficits, well, the Democrats also want to point out that the Republicans are in charge now, and if anything happens to the deficit or high spending, it's going to be all on the Republicans' uh, hands. And so Kevin McCarthy has his uh, plate full of what he does. How much did he give up to become Speaker of the House? That's going to be something that's going to be digested in the days and weeks to come. Uh, what did he give away? What did he have to sacrifice uh, to get it? Is uh, Congress, the House of Representatives, specifically going to be better off now with some of these rule changes? Uh, those will be brought up on Monday. And uh, look, we, what we learned anything of this week. Uh, 15 rounds of votes to become Speaker of the House um, is uh, 218 seems to be the magical number. 218 is what's going to be necessary uh, to to pass things um, uh, or, or thereabout. And it, a lot of it will depend on if, uh, you know, how many Republicans will show up. You know, one thing you can say about Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi was uh, horrible for the country all the way around. Uh, her policies, her, her ideas, uh, her, her politics, everything, terribly bad. But one thing you cannot take away from her is her effectiveness. She was able to whip her delegation or caucus uh, into shape. When she wanted something passed and the Democrats had a slim majority, if you recall this, this last two years, they had a very slim majority. Uh, much like what the Republicans are facing now, and she was able to get them in all in lockstep uh, to vote the way that she wanted them to vote. I don't think Kevin McCarthy is going to have uh, that luxury. Uh, Republicans are not hive mind uh, like the left are, and it's going to be uh, something to watch uh, in, in, in the months ahead to see what we can actually get accomplished. What are the Republicans, the Freedom Caucus, uh, are going to demand? You know, one of the things that – and Kevin had a great speech uh, last night. Get on YouTube or, or whatnot and, and, and watch it because he absolutely did say all the right things. It was something that you would expect a conservative to talk about. Uh, one of the, the highlights of the speech, I thought uh, – Fox News didn't think it was. They, 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 they thought other parts of his speech was was what rising people onto their feet and stuff. But I, it was his pledge to defund 87,000 new IRS agents. You know, this IRS uh, bureaucracy uh, agency that the Democrats wanted to have investigate you uh, for every $600 deposit you put in the bank account. You remember that legislation that the Democrats thought, you know, Joe Biden, you know, uh, $600. Yeah, the IRS needs a watch. You know, I hear from the left uh, that the IRS, uh, they're we, the Republicans want them away because we don't want them to investigate the rich people. It's not the rich people that the IRS is really concerned about. If that were so, how many secretaries? When didn't Obama have a secretary in his cabinet that had uh, hundreds of thousands of IRS debt that didn't unpaid IRS taxes, and, and and he was able to be a secretary, Secretary of Treasury, I believe, uh, under the Obama administration? So don't tell me it's uh, that the Republicans are worried about protecting the rich. No, it always seems to be the, 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 the little man uh, who gets prosecuted, who goes to jail. Uh, if you're rich, you become an ambassador or, or some other high-profile position. But we got to take a break here. It is 15 after. You've got questions, you got comments, you got thoughts. <clears throat> Give us a call here in the studio at 447-5743. So, how many of you thought that the... Um, now, one of the probably the, the uh, most unfortunate things that the Trump administration did in office was their decision to ban bump stocks. And uh, I think it was in response to that uh, Las Vegas shooting. Well, uh, yesterday, a federal court uh, on Friday struck down the Trump era banned bump stocks, a firearm accessory that enables semi automatic guns to shoot at an increased rate of fire. In a 13-3 decision, the Fifth Court of Appeals in New Orleans held that the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, better known as ATF, uh, acting under tremendous public pressure, short-circuited the legislative process by approving a rule to define bump stocks as machine guns, which are illegal to possess. The court said the ATF did not have the authority from Congress to do so. Uh, isn't nice that that the, the the higher courts are realizing the importance of Congress and the legislative process, um, and and say, you know what, uh, executive branches just you just can't make up rules, you just can't do this and and circumvent uh, the legislative branch. We've seen it far too often. We saw it back in uh what would that have been 2016 no 2014 2015 where obama did the uh the dream act right the the dream act people uh if you cross our country as a minor you can uh get in free and and and, and have all these rights uh circumventing uh congress and when obama said uh years before i, oh, I can't do it nope. the president can't do it but then you know he he just, well i got, got tired of waiting so i just went and did it no 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 uh, and so courts are, uh, pulling back and, uh, and, and, taking away some of this authority from the executive branch, which is absolutely necessary. Uh, so that's a, uh that's, that's a good move, uh, from the court of appeal or again, yeah, fifth court of appeals and we'll just have to keep our eyes on it. See if, uh, the Supreme court picks it up. But until that time, we got Benny from Stratford on the line, Benny, how are you doing?
1: Well, thank you. Um, I wanted to mention that it seemed like Nancy Pelosi made up her own rules, and the Republicans uh, voted in lockstep with the Democrats. And the it seemed to me like the actual conservatives, the 20, who got McCarthy to agree to a bunch of rules, acted as patriots against the Republicans and Democrats. And I'm hoping... McCarthy was uh, voted with McConnell, who is against America, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that McCarthy is bound to the rules that he agreed to and doesn't do like Pelosi and make his own rules. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. No, oh, good, good call. Uh, the um, one of the this is what's frustrating with 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 politics and with it with the news. One of the things that I kept hearing about is, uh, well, these these twenty Republicans, uh, they're 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 wanting to change the rule to make it where only one person can 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 move to have, uh, you know, the, the the speaker, you know, vote on the speaker to have them removed, right? And and it, it just they thought this was just shocking. I uh, what's that? Uh, God, he's always on the five. He, the the uh, it was uh, used to be a uh, um, on PBS or NPR. Um, the black guy, uh, Juan Williams. Juan Williams. You know, just thought it was shocking. Oh, this, you know these these holding, holding uh, Kevin McCarthy hostage and trying to change these radical rules. Wait a minute. So you look into it, and two years ago, that's what the rule was until Nancy Pelosi changed it and said, No, no, now you need five, whatever the number was. And so, so I'm going so let me get this straight. We're, we're going to go back to what the rule was before Nancy Pelosi changed it. All right, that's what's shocking. But it's, it's just those little gaslighting things that, that folks do that is just so frustrating. I, I I feel for for Congressman Burleson. I don't know how you go from the Ozarks to to D.C. and 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 deal with. I don't think I'd have a lot of friends in, in D.C. I, I just I you know I don't, I don't have a lot of friends here, so I don't have to. But I mean, seriously, it's it just it, it's it's hard to. Play a, a role and pretend things. And, and that's what I, I didn't mind, you know, uh, Congress, Congresswoman, you know, Bobard and, and Matt Ga- Gates and, and, and others uh, standing up. Uh, it shouldn't be uh, next in line uh, for Speaker. You shouldn't have to have, and, and, and the Republican Party are, are, are just guilty of this time and time again. How many people remember in 1996 a guy named Senator Bob Dole? He was a Republican nominee to run against Bill Clinton. Why? Well, it was his turn. It was his turn. Plain and simple. It was his turn. How about 2004 or 2008? It was Senator McCain. It was his turn, right? It was supposed to be his turn in 2000, but some yokel from, from Texas named George Bush uh, ended up beating him. I mean, so he had to wait his turn. And, and so for too long in politics in D.C., uh, and, and, national politics in general, it's just been the way it is. It's my turn. Uh, we, we saw that with, with even the Democrats, Hillary Clinton, it was her turn, right? Uh, and then some yokel from Illinois who, uh, was, uh, clean and well-spoken and, and what did Biden say? Did he smell nice too? Uh,
2: articulate. <laughs> articulate. I think, yeah, he was articulate, well-spoken, articulate. Harry Reid said he was clean, I believe. <laughs> <clears throat> or vice versa. Yes. Yeah. Well, for a black person. For a black person. Yeah. Well, that's what they were talking about. For a black person. I think those were the
0: exact words, maybe from both of them, for a black person. Could you imagine what would happen to a Republican politician if they said half the things that Democrats <laughs> say and, and, and nobody says boo? They just they absolutely don't. Uh, and, and, and so it's just this his turn, her turn. Uh, mentality that, that has got to change. And so I'm, I'm thankful for what what the Republicans did, those uh, few uh, that, that stood up. Uh, is Kevin McCarthy the perfect, you know, Catherine's asking me, well, is this a good thing? Well, it, it, it's, it's a thing. I mean, it's not good or bad. Uh, it, it is what it is. And it's an unfortunate thing that we have in D.C. However, it's all of our fault as well. You know, if we keep electing people like Roy Blunt, uh, into office. This is what you get to expect. Uh, so if you, if you like change, if you like uh, that D.C. be controlled by actually the people of America, uh, then you got to uh, stop re-voting in people uh, for decades. Uh, there should be a term limit. And unfortunately, D.C. is not going to do it. Uh, that's why we need a convention of the states to, to amend the Constitution to, to, to make these things happen. Uh, because you're never going to have politicians. How Missouri did it uh, is is beyond me. I'd love to know the history. Tom Mars would probably know more about that. How how did how did uh, we get term limits here in the state of Missouri? Was that a constitutional amendment? Do you remember? Or was that something that that the people had to vote on? Or because I can't imagine those in Jefferson City, uh, the elected officials said, "Yeah, I, I want to put a limit on how long I can be here." Yeah. I I I almost want to think it was a state constitutional amendment. Uh, And we know how easy those things are to pass. Uh, You know, 50% plus one, uh, you too can pass a constitutional amendment here in the state of Missouri. One of the promises uh, that uh, the speaker made in Jefferson City this week, that he was going to get that on the floor.
2: 1992, 75% margin, Missouri
0: voters approved it. There you go. You know what? And that's... That's actually not a bad margin to, to make into law.
2: Right. Uh, Constitution, Article 3, Section 8. That's a good threshold.
0: Yeah. I, I really, seriously, you should not have where you get 50 percent – where basically it's Kansas City and St. Louis, and then you just find one guy from, uh, you know, Stratford. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we need your vote uh, to, to, to pass a constitutional amendment that affects uh, the entire state. Uh, so I, 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 I applaud and I hope – uh, that those in, in Jersey city, like Senator Mike Moon and, and Curtis Trent, uh, and, uh, we gotta get, we gotta get to know some of these, uh, Melanie Stennett. Is that right? Is that I say it? Uh, and we go, so we got Darren chapel up there. Uh, so we got, we got folks, uh, we got folks who can, uh, can make things happen. Uh, we got to give them our, 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 prayers and, and give them our encouragement, uh, to fight that good fight because it's tough to fight against the machine. It's tough to fight against the swamp. Uh, and, um, and so that's just that's one of the things. But uh, Kevin McCarthy did a, did a good speech. He had he had a lot of things uh, positive to say. Uh, and so we just got to keep our eyes on it. But no, what, what was going to be the alternative? Steve Scalise? I mean, he's, he's a little bit more conservative, I guess, but still part of the, the establishment. Uh, and so it's tough. There's no perfect candidate. Uh, but anyway, we're at the bottom of the hour. You're running out of time. Be like Benny. Give us a call. 447-5743. All right. Welcome back. You are listening to All Out Law. We have our favorite caller of the show, Liberal Ron on the line. Ron, how you doing?
1: Morning, Carl. Good
0: morning, Ron. What do you got for us today?
1: Well, it looks like two guys won the House, the Republicans.
0: Yeah, that was figured out back in November.
1: But your party is split.
0: We're split? Yeah.
1: You're split. You're, you're being held hostage
0: by the Freedom Caucus. You prefer high minded folks, don't you? Everybody think alike, walk in locks. No, they
1: have to be united in thought to ever pass laws or anything.
0: Yeah. Well, I, do you think that the Republicans will agree on the big issues?
1: No, I think you're. Uh, they're just going to try to block the Democrats and stop it, and they're just holding hostage the House.
0: Why would the American people then vote for the Republicans to take control of the House? You think uh, Those
1: people like, like Matt Gaetz and mm-hmm. Marjorie Taylor and them, them guys, the MAGA crowd, they don't have a plan. Yeah. They're just there to bust it up.
0: You know, I, no, actually, I thought Marjorie Taylor Greene has been pro-McCarthy, and then she'd vote for McCarthy each and every time. So yeah, no. know. Yeah. She's a.
1: Yeah, she's twisted around you know what
0: I think would be fun. You know what I think would be fun this year is uh, have McCarthy start uh, removing. I don't know, like AOC from her committees. I just, just, uh, just, and we can all vote on it, and 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 vote to say, yeah, AOC, you don't get to be on a committee anymore. Wouldn't that be neat? Well,
1: this is what we have to look forward to. It's just going to be constant chaos because. Yeah. These people are just there to jam it up. They and I think you know, plan. also what would be
0: great, though, is that now that we're, we're in power, we, we got to, to see how it's really supposed to be done. Uh, maybe we can start impeachment of Biden. Just start that no, now. Can the, we do that?
1: The only answer is the, the so-called rhinos to, to act like rhinos and horn those like two people out that are just there uh-huh. to... To jam up the government and stop everything.
0: And then I bet we can have like a January 6th type committee, and we can see what Nancy Pelosi did to protect the Capitol.
1: Yeah, let's just do that. Let's go through all that stuff and just forget about being America.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, isn't that what the Democrats did?
1: Hello? What'd you say? (laughs)
0: Isn't that what your party has been doing for the last four years? Exactly that. Investigation after investigation, phony scam well, after phony scam. Well, it's, what do you
1: mean phony?
0: Well, the Ru- Russia, dumb, Russia, Russia—the whole Russian hoax. It was, it was it's all, it was right all right lies. Now. And then now you got a minority leader who's an election denier. How come you're not upset about that? He denied See, the, the 2016. Election denied. The, yes, he denied the 2016 election.
1: Sir, Mister Kyle, mm-hmm. you've got. The, the election the people that tried to overturn the election yeah they're in the, they're in the house they're inside the house
0: I know Sheila Lee Jackson people, uh, went tried one. to try to overturn the election in 2016 yes, she tried to overturn the election in 2004 she tried that. to overturn the election in 2000. do you remember those Democrats who did that who who said that that George W Bush uh, had had been selected and not elected you remember that in 2000?
1: Yeah, I remember when it flipped from blue to red just instantly overnight. But that was like, what, how many years ago? Well,
0: I know, but we got to learn from not, history. Al
1: Gore conceded that election. He didn't try
0: to, to, to blow up the government. No, he didn't, did he? No. Well, hey, I hope you have a really good weekend, Ron. I appreciate the call, as always. Very okay, informative. Uh, you know, it is... It, it, And unfortunately, I mean Ron's in. You know, he's he's in a very big boat. There's a lot of folks. I have uh, very smart friends uh, on the left who uh, believe and believe it in their heart that that the the Republicans and especially those who voted for Trump uh, are anti-democracy, anti-America. I hear it all the time while I'm in court, you know, they want to bring up about election deniers and 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 and, and those who write. I even had a guy who, who messaged me on January 7th and asked if I was home or if I was in D.C. And he was really concerned about it. he was because he, he, I think he was going to try to turn me in. It's one of the, you know, that is what the, the the left and the Democrats have created is this environment that we should turn our neighbors in. And we saw that with covid. Right? Did you see somebody walking outside without a mask? Or are we even walking outside? They need to be home. Don't they know this virus is killing folks? You know, Here's a hotline. Springfield had a hotline, didn't they? I think they eventually said just call 911. <laughs> if I remember right.
2: <laughs> but there so was people it? just nostalgia for the days of uh, East Germany. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is. Uh, and and, and they, they just they embrace it. They see absolutely nothing wrong with it. And and that's hard to uh, have a a, a um, an intellectual conversation with somebody on the left because you're 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 basing the the, the facts on, on two different premises, and and it's a it's a very complex issue to to, to overcome uh, when your standard of belief is is in direct contrast of, of theirs. They 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 see up as down or down as up, and 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 so I. Look, what is going to be accomplished in, in D.C. in the next two years? I hope nothing. I hope, I hope very little gets accomplished in the next two years uh, because we've seen what happens when politicians get together. We get $1.7 trillion that our own Senator Roy Blunt voted for. Isn't that just amazing? And, and they were talking about earmarks, and, and, and one, I think one of the promises that Kevin McCarthy made uh, was to do away with earmarks uh, in, in, in the House. Uh, and, 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 and that has been and do you, that used to be a thing. I thought Paul Ryan had done something similar in, in the past. They, they always talked about getting rid of the pork, and then somehow pork always finds its way back in. Uh, but there are things that are going to be improved. You know, what those uh, 20 or so uh, Republicans did uh, this week is is to, to really fight back against the status quo. And that's what would have happened if if Kevin McCarthy got to be sworn in uh, on on January third, as the Constitution requires the vote to take place. And it was just a straight you know up down vote, and, and and everybody was kumbaya. Uh, nothing would have changed, I believe. I mean, it'd be really hard to, to 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 get anything accomplished when we're just doing business as usual. And so what those twenty did. Is is to really push back and say, look, you need us to become speaker. You need us. And 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 so we if you're going to want our votes or our support, uh, we're going to have to make some drastic changes. And these are common sense changes, folks. We're not talking about things that just benefit the Freedom Caucus and make sure they have enough members on certain committees. It is it is real change, and that's what next week is going to show us. Ah, uh, we got Jim from Springfield. How you doing, Jim? Oh, pretty good. How you doing? Doing fantastic. Hey, yeah. Uh, A couple things for
1: Ron. First off, yes, Al Gore conceded the election. Then he decided they needed to recount Florida, and the Supreme Court had to make him stop. Yeah. Because he would not concede the election. The fact of the matter is the last time a Democrat, or that a Republican won the presidency and the Democrat didn't claim it was a stolen election was George H.W. Bush in
0: 1988. Back when we so, had civility in politics. I think it really be the last time.
1: Yeah. Well, you remember, you know, 84, Reagan, and Mondale. Yeah, they went at each other, but it was friendly. Right. You know, they brought up the question, you know, Mondale's... You know, a question was brought up about about uh, age, and Reagan turned around and said that he would not hold his opponent's youth and experience against him.
0: Yeah. Have a great day. All right, buddy. Thank you. And, uh, 84 is probably the last time I, I can imagine. Nick, I don't know, Nick, can you think of another time that another president will ever receive 49 states' support?
2: Uh, well, Maybe. I mean, nothing. So you never know what's going to come, but yeah, that was. And uh, Mondale won his state. I don't know that it was by much either.
0: Yeah, but I mean, California. I, the think of California voting for a, a Republican, uh, uh, hmm. you know, a conservative Republican, not not just you know a like a Mitt Romney Republican. Uh, that's God, what would, what has happened to California to, to have, and that's a big change. I mean, they've always been a, one of the most populous states in, in the union. Uh that'd be a good I'm a political scientist right and I always uh, I would love to see what, how that evolution cuz they always they always were probably more liberal in their in their philosophies and stuff but how did California become such a blue state that I mean they just they run roughshod Republicans I talk to people who moved here from California uh you see them all the time too and <laughs> they get frustrated I mean they have no voice uh, they have absolutely no voice in California. Uh, how that happened? New York, we got to see a little bit. I mean, uh, the um, what was the 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 Republican that was running for governor? Zellner. Zellner, Lee Zellner. Uh, you know, he did pff, well, pretty close. I mean, uh, considerably speaking, uh, he
2: won everything but the city. Yeah, the, the whole state.
0: Oh, so the whole state was basically red, mm-hmm. and and the New York City, which has, yeah, I'm know, not sure about Albany, ten million, that? you know, blue. Uh but you know a a great, great deal, a lot of that though they talk about is the Republican migration out of there uh, because of the high taxes and whatnot. But nonetheless, uh, politics was a lot more civil. I remember as a kid you know, watching Tip O'Neill and, and Ronald Reagan uh, work together, and uh, I cannot foresee a scenario uh, where you have a Republican in the White House and a Democrat as a speaker. We had one. Trump, you, you, you see Trump and Nancy ever working together hand in hand? But but we don't we do know that that Mitch McConnell has no problem working with with Joe Biden. Hell, they're going to have a gala there in Kentucky here soon, right? Uh, Mitch McConnell is going to put his arms wrapped around Biden's shoulders and talk about all the great things that the uh, the Biden administration has done for the good people of Kentucky. I can't wait for the good people of Kentucky to get Mitch McConnell his walking papers. I think McConnell is going
2: to gift Biden
0: one of his cousins. <laughs> <laughs> she like ten? Yeah, ten to twelve. Yeah, yeah. there's a certain age that they got to be. Uh, the uh, nice th- hair. There, there is no way. There, there can be no way that Mitch McConnell can win again. I, I don't know. I, I, I say that money has a way of, of influencing a lot of things. But uh, you look at the two senators from Kentucky. You got one who is absolutely a constitutional-minded uh, senator, in, in Rand Paul. And and you got somebody who is freewheeling and dealing and, and spending all of your great-great-great-grandchildren's money. Uh, man. And so that's one of the other things that came out of this caucus, too, is this, this whole deficit spending. Uh, you know, Republicans are never more fiscally conservative than when there's a Democrat in the White House. They're not, and I, I, I think it's almost better for our country uh, sometimes if Democrats are because that's when the real-time Republicans believe in uh, conservative values. When there's a Republican in the office, boy, we're still sp- spending billions and trillions of dollars. Uh, Trump was in office. You all remember those PPP loans and all that great stuff, the, the, the rescue plans and all that? Uh, so, Republicans are just as guilty as, as any Democrat. Uh, but we got to take our last break of the hour. we got last-minute questions, comments, snide remarks. Feel free to give us a call here in the studio at 447-5743. Welcome back. You are listening to <clears throat> AOL. we got, what, Kelly from Springfield on the line. Kelly, how you doing? Hello? Hello? Hey, Kelly. What's going on? Not much, man. What do you got for us this morning? Well, you know,
3: I'm really independent. I mean, I kind of follow what I think is best for my family and my country. But when I listen to you guys talk about, like you were just talking about, like, for example, California, which the big cities are blue and the outlying areas are almost all red. And look at the last presidential election. You know, almost every major city in these Democrat places were Democratic blue. And then outside of that, was red. I mean, Illinois, is an example, almost everything is red but Chicago. Yeah. When you go to California, the main cities are blue, and then everything else is red. You know, when you sit there you look at it, you know, when you... Everything is a war. You know, you know this as well as I do when you're being political, and you're looking at something and you want to attack it and you want to win, which is obviously Democrats versus Republicans. And when they're attacking each other, you know, every war is fought on different battlegrounds. We, 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 we as... as Normal citizens fail to realize that that's exactly what they're doing. They plan ahead. They they move through the streets, and the and the, and the Democrats know that all they need to do is control those big cities because that's where ninety percent of the votes are. Right. They don't care about the outline. You never see them really outside of the big city and those states because that's specifically what they're geared for. That's it. Yeah.
0: No, you're, hey, and that's been the the focus on many of the Republicans that I have talked to. Uh, that we have to spend more time in, in, in the cities, in the metropolitan areas, uh, to get a message across. Because, look, there is no argument. If you put the two sides uh, side by side, uh, the two arguments side by side, uh, there's no way the Democrats can defend their results. I'm going to call them accomplishments, the results. You, you look at my home hometown of Kansas City and, 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 and the crime. We've had Democrat mayors in there. Since I, I I don't remember the last time we had a Republican uh, as mayor of Kansas City, and and you see uh, you see unemployment rising, you see homelessness uh, running rampant. I mean, hell, what was it? Just a couple of years ago, they had a homeless camp sitting right outside City Hall, and 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 the good Democrats there in office were sending them pizza and and helping them out. These 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 values and these processes. I was watching a clip. Uh, and there's these business owners, and there was a, specifically there was a fitness uh, center owner, and there's people. I think it was in Portland, and people were doing m- drugs right outside her, her her business, and she had to try to shoo them away like raccoons. They get off their porch. You know, mom just takes a broom to them, and 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 and, and, and this and their Democrats find absolutely nothing wrong with it. And so we have to focus more in the cities, because uh, nothing's going to get better in this country if we just. If we just like, like Kelly stated is uh, we just gave up and said, all right, you, you control the cities and we'll control all the area, other areas, uh, because it's, it's tough to win elections that way. We've seen that time and time again. Battlefield Bob, how you doing, Bob? Good. Doing well, Kyle.
4: You know, um, as we look to this new year, I think the good book says something would be good and wonderful if you would dwell together in unity and we with the conservative persuasion of our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, we need to really try to come together now that there is a House of Representatives and a leader and began right here in Springfield, Missouri, and our Ozarks to getting involved in the school board, the city council, city utilities. And going up there with some good positive input and things that are of the Constitution, of the people, by the people, and for the people. And let's remember, let us pray today, USA. I don't believe that God has turned his back on America and that if we will just try to stand up and stand for those things that our founding fathers brought forth. Then we can see a return of America to the place that we grew up as Kyle. Like You're doing that. a great job. We appreciate you much. May God bless you and may God bless America.
0: Thank you, Bob. As always, I uh, appreciate. I watch him. I follow him on Facebook. He always posts those uh, Ozark Jubilee uh, videos. It's always we're fun to, to look at and watch. Um, yeah, you know, I, uh, I I would love to have a an America that that reflects. Uh, uh, some of the uh, the values that we had, you know, I, I think of the '80s. Hell, you go back to 1920s and stuff. I, you know, you watch those old movies, and I mean, that's you know, people went to church, and they weren't they weren't stabbing each other, or killing each other. Or you could leave your front door unlocked. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was a better society. It was a better time, uh, and 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 now we have a generation that are being taught in, in public schools and stuff to hate their country uh that that to believe that our 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 country and our leaders and our law enforcement uh are, are all racist that they're they're systematic racists you know going all around uh and, and, and they just they paint a bleak picture for these young minds you know and 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 they scare them to death. I still see young people walking around outside with masks on young people they have absolutely nothing to be worried about and 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 yet they, they they live in this culture of fear. And it's tough, and that's why we have uh, those in, in our school board that we we thought was important to put in there, uh, you know, like Steve Mikowski and Kelly Burton and Doctor M. Uh, and we got another school board uh, election coming up, and we're going to have uh, Michael Hasty's on here at some point. Um, and, uh, and 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 we're just got to really take back uh, our, our our children's education because I, I hear it too often. Uh, from from parents especially in in my line of work uh, when we do divorce and custody issues uh that uh, you know what their children are being exposed to in, in public schools and how they try to complain to uh the administration and sometimes it falls on deaf ears and that's why you see so many people homeschooling their children i just had a, did a case on thursday it was a guardianship and 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 the, and the grandmother's been homeschooling her grandchild uh for the last eight years and and she's in the judge goes why have you been doing it well I don't know, have you seen what the kids are being taught these days you know, and, and a lot of people don't have the luxury of being able to afford private schools or whatnot. And so their, their choices are, 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 are difficult. That's why, again, in Jefferson City, I urge those legislators to get these school choice bills passed. Uh, give parents the, the opportunity, the flexibility uh, to take their tax dollars and, and, and to apply it to a school of their choice. Uh, you know, we, we talk about it too much. You know, Republicans are guilty of that. We, we talk too much and act too little. Democrats aren't aren't ever guilty of that. You give them power, boy, they're gonna run with it and they're gonna do things. You know, Obama what it, it was his it was his pledge, right? That he was going to fundamentally change American history. You know? And and, and, and we just sit back and allow it to happen. And so that is why uh for twenty twenty three Right? We're, we're, we're in the infancy of this year uh, to make a pledge that you are going to get more active. Uh, we got a school board election coming up uh, this April. I believe we have a city council uh, election coming up this April. You need to get involved. You need to uh, get informed. God, get informed. Uh, too many times we, we have people... Uh, who go to the, 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 the voting booth and, and don't have an idea of what, what in the world they're they're circling that, that little circle for. Uh, but that, that's that got to change. And I've seen a big, big improvement since 2020. Uh, we're, we're definitely getting there. We're becoming more involved. We're becoming more educated. Uh, and that's what part of this, the rules of this show is. is we're going to bring in people. Uh, so you get to meet them, and you can make your own choices. And, God, I wish it wouldn't cost $50,000 to run for school board. They really shouldn't. But that's what it took. It's what it took for, for, for Steve Mikowski and Kelly Byrne to, to, to win an election that was important because of the establishment. You have, you have city council. You have the news leader. You have the chamber of commerce. You have this teacher union all signing, going on the side of, of liberals and progressives uh, to, to, to educate your children's mind. And that's a hard, hard hill to climb. And so it took a lot of money. Uh, but hopefully that will change soon. Uh, but until then, you just got to stay vigilant and, and get involved. Uh, also make a pledge uh, to stay in touch with your your, your representatives and your state senators uh, and our in our congressman, Eric Burleson. Uh, he has an office here in town. You got a phone number you can call. Uh, everyone I have never met and Nick, I don't know, but I have never met a state rep or state senator who said they didn't appreciate phone calls. I never met. I mean, they, 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 they need. They want to i I met
2: say. some that maybe did, but they didn't say it.
0: <laughs> Everyone that I have seen, you know, Eric, and Mike Moon, mm, all agreed. of them. Yep. And, and if you came to their office, they, they, they were happy to 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 meet you and walk around. Uh, Kevin Austin, he used to be a state rep here. He's now a, a DWI court commissioner here in, in Green County. I I went up to his office back in 2014, 15, something like that. Uh, Welcome me, walk me around. Had one of the staff uh, show me around. These people want to be a part of your lives, and they want you to be a part of theirs. Uh, and, and just it's just their mentality. You know, when we had a uh, Congressman Burleson on uh, last last uh, well on Nick's show uh, mm-hmm. on Wednesday uh, on, during his vacation, and uh, you know, and I introduced him, and he just you know just called me Eric. I mean, that's just his mindset. Uh these guys want to hear from you. They need to hear from you. And more importantly, they, they know that they're not alone. I I could not imagine what Congressman Burlson is going through, uh because he is his family's here and he's up there in a swamp surrounded by sharks, snakes. I mean, hell, even Nancy Pelosi's still around there. God, could you imagine bumping to her in a hallway? Uh, and so keep these people in your prayers, keep them in your thoughts, uh, and, 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 and just pick up a phone or, or get on your, get online and send them an email, give them words of encouragement. It should not be a bitch line. You know, that's, that's the thing is when you call your congressman or state senator or whatever it is, uh, don't always just call when something is upsetting you. Give them some words of encouragement, tell them that you're with them and thinking about them. But I always think about you guys and I enjoy being with you every Saturday morning. We will be with you next week at 9 a.m. And so until next time, stay tuned.